So we're going to be reading from Srimad Bhagavad Gita as it is, chapter 9, verse number 1 of one onwards. The most confidential knowledge, Rajavidya. So on this most wonderful beginning of Navratri, nine days, we are chapting, you know, we are beginning with the chapter 9 of the Bhagavad Gita, the most confidential knowledge. And what more than Krishna beginning? Sri Bhagavan Vacha Idam Tute Gukhyatamam Pravakshami Anasuyave Gyanam Vigyana Sahitam Yagyatva Moksha Shubhat Sri Bhagavan Vacha Idam Tute Gukhyatamam Pravakshami Anasuyave Gyanam Vigyana Sahitam Yagyatva Moksha Shubhat Yes, with all the competition, I will give it to the youngest Anirudh, Padmapriya Mataji, Malini Mataji, Pratima Mataji, Anusha, Broti, and the rest. Hare Krishna, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha, the Supreme Personality of God had said, Idam, this, tu, but, te, unto you, Gohyatamam, the most confidential, Pravakshyami, I am speaking Anusuyave to the non-envious. Jnanam, knowledge, Vijnana, realized knowledge, Sahitam, with, yet, which, Jnatva, knowing, Mukhyase, you will be released, Ashubat, from this miserable material existence. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. The Supreme Person Translation and Purports by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Kijai. The Supreme Personality of God had said, My dear Arjuna, because you are never envious of me, I shall impart to you this most confidential knowledge and realization, knowing which you shall be relieved of the miseries of material existence. So, Krishna here begins with a very pertinent message. That if one has to receive this most confidential knowledge, Gohyatamam, Anasuyave, what is the qualification that one has to receive this knowledge? That one should not be envious. So he says, Idam tu te Gohyatamam pravakshami. I am speaking this most confidential knowledge unto you. Why? Because you are Anasuyave, you are not envious about me. He says, Paramo dharmo nirmatsaranam satam. Right? This nirmatsaraha. Matsara means envious. Nirmatsaraha means non envious. Anasuyave means non envious. Right? So, Srila Prabhupada defines that uh, devotee means nirmatsaranam, non envious. Right? If there is any envy, then there is no question of him being a devotee. Right? The very purpose of we coming to this material world is because we were envious. We were envious of who? We were envious of Krishna. Oh, Krishna, why should he be the Supreme Personality of Godhead? Why should I? Why can't I be the Supreme Personality of Godhead? The moment that idea came in our head, immediately we became envious. And then we want to enjoy separately from him. Now, if we have to get back to our position of being non-envious, then what should we do? We have to accept Krishna. That is the point. So, 
if we have to accept the subject matter of the supreme personality of godhead we have to be non envious then gyanam vigyana sahitam then this knowledge and the realization of this knowledge will happen and gyatva by knowing that knowledge moksha shaya ashubhat you will be released from this ashubhat shubhat means auspiciousness ashubhat means this most miserable existence of material world so if one wants to get rid of this material miserable condition one has to get knowledge if one has to get knowledge what knowledge should he get he should get this knowledge about shri bhagavan right what is the nature of that knowledge the nature of that knowledge is the most confidential guhyatamam right but if krishna has to give this knowledge which means either directly like how he gave to arjuna or through the spiritual master he has to be non envious only then this knowledge will be revealed otherwise even if one is envious one may access this knowledge but he will not be able to understand the purport of this knowledge he will not be able to understand what is the secret that is behind this knowledge he will be just able to uh, superficially understand the subject matter interpret it according to his own material concoction so the supreme personality of god had said my dear arjuna because you are never envious of me he did not say you are temporarily envious now that you are not envious i will tell you later if you become envious also it is fine no devotee means nirmatsara anamsatam which means he is always not envious about krishna right he says never envious of me i shall impart to you this most confidential knowledge not just ordinary confidential knowledge but the most confidential because there is nothing more confidential than this to be confidential right uh, i shall impart to you this most confidential knowledge and realization not only the knowledge theoretically but i will also give you the realization which means krishna is willing to give us blessings right because he was non envious knowing which you shall be relieved of the miseries of material existence if one has just the knowledge alone then he cannot be relieved of the miseries of material existence unless one has the realization that's why shila prabhupada said this is the science of self realization the science is the science of self realization one has to realize not just to understand the science theoretically as a devotee hears more and more about the supreme lord he becomes enlightened so how can one become non envious one can become non envious simply by hearing more and more that is if you are hearing about the supreme personality of godhead you first you know doubt within your mind but then the doubt is cleared again you have little doubts again you hear again it becomes a little clarified again and again if you hear all the doubts are cleared and at some point in time you come to a point where uh, all the doubts are cleared asamshayam samagramam asamshayam samagram samagra which means completely all the doubts are cleared when one comes to that point when he becomes completely cleared of all doubts then he becomes enlightened that is the point this hearing process is recommended in the shrimad bhagavatam the messages of the supreme personality of godhead are full of potencies and these potencies can be realized if topics regarding the supreme godhead are discussed amongst devotees right bodayantaha parasparam tushyanti cha ramanti cha he says it has to be discussed amongst devotees why are we discussing this every day sitting because when we discuss these then the messages of the supreme personality of godhead are full of potencies they have a lot of energy within them what energy 
Namnam Akari Bahuda Nijasarva Sakti Tatra Pitani Yamita Smarane Nakala. He says, Namnam Akari Bahuda, in the names that are being described in these scriptures, I have invested all my energies. So that Shakti is there. That potency one can realize. How? By discussing these topics amongst devotees. But at the same time, if one discusses these topics amongst non-devotees, right? Amongst the Mayavadis who do not accept Krishna, then Sarpo Tishtaha. How as a Sarpa, as a milk that has been touched by a serpent, if the milk is touched by a serpent, what happens? The whole milk becomes spoiled. It becomes poisonous. Similarly, the subject matter of Krishna, which is touched by the Mayavadis or the materialist, uh, it is not very good. One can hear Srimad Bhagavatam, but if he hears from the non-devotee, then it becomes poisonous. One cannot become a devotee. One cannot get the realization. One cannot get the potency. Uh, that is the pro problem. So this cannot be achieved by the association of mental speculators or academic scholars for it is realized knowledge. Right? This knowledge has to come uh, from a realized person, tattva darshinaha, that he should have realized the truth. If he did not realize it, then what can he give? He himself has not realized it. What will he give? Right. So he says it should not come from just academic scholars. So the devotees are constantly engaged in the Supreme Lord's service. The Lord understands the mentality and sincerity of a particular living entity who is engaged in Krishna consciousness and gives him the intelligence to understand the signs of Krishna, the association of devotees. So the Lord is situated in everybody's heart. Sarvasya chaham hriddhi sannivishto. He says, I am giving you intelligence, I am giving you knowledge, I am giving you forgetfulness. Now the question can come as to why should the Lord give forgetfulness? He can give intelligence, he can give knowledge to everybody, but why is he giving forgetfulness? That is because they are not anasuyave. If, he is, if everybody is non-envious, then he will give this knowledge. But if they are envious, he will not give this knowledge. He will not give them the remembrance about Krishna. Why? Because for an envious person, if you give this knowledge, then he will become Sishupala. He will keep on blaspheming the Lord. Oh, why this knowledge? Why should I accept it? Why should I accept Krishna as the Supreme God? Why am I not the Supreme God? Like that, he will get into an argumentative mode. So one has to first come to the platform of Anasuyave. Then they can understand this knowledge. So he does not reveal this knowledge to everybody. Even though he is situated in everybody's heart. Right, so that is the point, and then further, Srila Prabhupada says, uh, The Lord understands the mentality and sincerity of a particular living entity. So, Krishna says, Ye tamam prabhatante tam stataiva bajamyaham, mamavartumanu vartante manushya hapata sarvasa. He says, Ye tamam prabhatante, how much ever, whatever is the endeavor that we make towards Krishna, to that same level he will reciprocate. If we give 10% of ourselves, Krishna will give 10%. If we give 20%, then Krishna will give so much. If we give 100%, Krishna will give 200%. But he is waiting for us to give our 100%. Right? That is the point. So discussion of Krishna is very potent. And if a fortunate person has such association and tries to assimilate the knowledge. So here, Srila Prabhupada gives some very important points. So what does he say? He says, and this, this purport itself is very, very powerful purport, right? The devotees are constantly engaged in Supreme Lord's service, 
right? Which means hearing of this knowledge or discussion of this knowledge has to be constant. It has to be nityam bhagavata sevaya, bodayantaha parasparam tushyanti charamati, like that. So the Lord understands the mentality and sincerity, right? And then he gives them his intelligence. Now, if we have a mentality that we want to hear Bhagavatam, then he will give, according to our sincerity, he will give Bhagavatam, right? It is only as much as how much we are sincere, so much of Bhagavatam will go in our head, right? Otherwise, it will not go. While so much goes to the head, there should be something that should go to the heart. For that, it will also test as to how much, what is our sincerity in service, that how much association in the association of devotees we are doing service. So the more we do service and proper association with the devotees, then it will go to the heart. So here he says, constantly engaged. So that is 1.1. The second one is one should have the right mentality and sincerity. Then accordingly, Krishna will give the intelligence. Then what does he say? Discussion of Krishna is very potent. If a fortunate person has such association, one is very fortunate and he got the association. When the association is there, one should constantly engage. If he neglects the association, then what is the use? Krishna has given the opportunity. Uh, he has given the bhakti seed. If we cannot make use of that association of the devotees, Lavamatra Sadhu Sangha Sarva Siddhi Hoi, that little Sadhu Sangha is so useful. If we cannot make use of that sadhu sangha, who can be most unfortunate? Durlabham manusham janma. We have got human body. Very difficult to get Krishna consciousness. We have got Krishna consciousness. Very difficult to get the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We have got. Very difficult to get the association of devotees. We have got association of devotees. Very difficult to get association of Srimad Bhagavatam. We have got it. So why not make good use of it? Right? That is the fortune. So he says, if a fortunate person has such association and he has to try to assimilate this knowledge, not just hear like a parrot and forget it. One has to assimilate this knowledge. One has to understand, you know, analytically, oh, I have to put it into practice. I have to do realization. Now, how do I apply it in my life? One has to understand. Then he will surely make advancement towards spiritual realization. Otherwise, not possible. One can do it for many, many years. Not possible. So, just to recap, one has to be constantly engaged. Mentality and sincerity is very important. Accordingly, he gives the intelligence for what to understand the science of Krishna and the association of devotees. But when you are fortunate to have such association, grab that association and then assimilate the knowledge that you hear, which means be attentive in the subject that you hear, then you will surely make advancement towards spiritual realization. Lord Krishna, in order to encourage Arjuna to higher and higher elevation in his potent service, describes in this ninth chapter matters more confidential than any he has already disclosed. Which means the knowledge that we are going to hear from the ninth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita has not been discussed in any other chapter. Here he is going to give something that is very, very confidential and important. The very beginning of Bhagavad Gita, the first chapter is more or less an introduction to the rest of the book. And in the second and third chapter, the spiritual knowledge described is all called confidential. Topics discussed in the seventh and eighth chapters are specially related to devotional service and because they bring enlightenment and Krishna consciousness, they are called more confidential. 
but the matters which are described in the ninth chapter deal with unalloyed pure devotion therefore this is called the most confidential so there is a purpose bhagavad gita first chapter talks about everything so it is confidential so there is nothing there is there in the bhagavad gita which is not confidential everything in bhagavad gita is confidential but there are degrees of how much confidential they are uh, confidential more confidential and most confidential second and third chapters spiritual knowledge described is called confidential and then seventh and eighth chapter specifically related to devotional service it's more confidential and what is described is pure devotion which means there is no mixture of any gyana or karma or any of the other aspects so it is most confidential uh, one who is situated in the most confidential knowledge of krishna is naturally transcendental he therefore has no material pangs although he is in the material world in the bhakti rasamrita sindhu it is said that although one who has a sincere desire to render loving service to the supreme lord is situated in the conditional state of material existence he is to be considered liberated jeevan mukta sa uchchate says right that a person may be in the uh, material existence condition state he might still have a material body he might still have some disease he might be still taking some medicines he might still go to the doctor uh, and so on and so forth he might be even affected by covid uh, but that does not mean that he is any anything less transcendental a devotee Oh, he is also getting COVID. Everybody else is also getting COVID. So, what is the difference? No, there is a difference. He is a Jeevan Mukta because the COVID is also a living entity. Krishna is seated within the heart of that COVID. Also, he knows why he is. If Krishna wants to make a change, he can make a change to that living entity, right? And not affect a devotee. But the very fact that he might get affected is because it is Krishna's arrangement. It is not because of karma. that a devotee suffers uh, one has to understand that and uh, to understand that is not very easy because we can only understand according to our capacity right just like how a frog in the well can only think according to his capacity of oh atlantic ocean how many times is it is it 10 times my well is it 100 times my well he can only calculate according to how much his places so his thought right similarly we shall find in the bhagavad gita 10th chapter that anyone who is engaged in that way is a liberated person right now this first verse has specific significance the word idam gyanam this knowledge refers to pure devotional service right if one is engaged in pure devotional service then moksha se ashubhat then he can become relieved from this ashubhat this miseries if he is not you know in pure devotion service then they cannot get relieved that is not possible which consists of nine different activities eh? then avavida bhakti hearing chanting remembering serving worshiping praying obeying maintaining friendship and surrendering everything by the practice of these nine elements of devotional service one is elevated to spiritual consciousness or krishna consciousness when one's heart is thus cleared of material contamination one can understand the science of krishna simply by uh, simply to understand that a living entity is not material is not sufficient right he says when one's heart is thus cleared of material con- condition 
तदा रजस्तमोभावाहकामलोपादेतर्नाविधम अनाविधम विच मीन क्लियर्ड ऑफ ऑल मेटीरियल कंटामेशम सत्वे प्रसीदति विल स्टे स्टडी देन वॉट हैपन्स एवं प्रसन्न मनसो भगवद्भक्तिगतवत्ज्ञानम द सैंस ऑफ कृष्ण विज्ञान मीन्स सैंस तत्व मीन्स कृष्ण तत्व सो द सैंस ऑफ कृष्ण विल बी रिवील्ड वेन वेन चेतनाधम स्थितम सत्वे प्रसीदति वन हेज टू बी सिचुएटेड इन सत्वगुण राइट त्रैगुण विषया वेद निस्त्रैगुण्यो भवाजुन निर्द्वंदो नित्य सत्वस्तो ही सेज यू हैव टू बी इन नित्य सत्व व्हिच मींस ऑलवेज इन सत्वगुण राइट दैट मे बी द बिगिनिंग ऑफ स्पिरिचुअल रियलाइजेशन सिंपली टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट अ लिविंग एंटिटी इज नॉट मटेरियल इज नॉट सफिशिएंट वन कैन अंडरस्टैंड ओ आई एम आत्मा माय आत्मा डस नॉट डाई आई एम पार्ट एंड पार्सल ऑफ कृष्णा इज ओके दैट इज ओनली द बिगिनिंग ऑफ स्पिरिचुअल रियलाइजेशन but one should recognize the difference between activities of the body and the spiritual activities of one who understands that he is not the body in the 7th chapter we have already discussed the opulent potency of the supreme personality of god that is different energies the inferior the superior and all this material manifestation antaranga shakti the bahiranga shakti the tatastha shakti what is the relationship what are the energies what is his opulence we have discussed now in chapter 9 the glories of the lord will be delineated the sanskrit word anasuyave in this verse is also very significant generally the commentators even if they are highly scholarly are all envious of krishna one can write even commentary on bhagavad gita and he can still be envious not that every commentary of bhagavad gita is written by only non envious sometimes they might not accept you know there are many many almost 500 plus today at the time of shila prabhupada there were close to about 350 60 plus commentaries in english alone right but many of them did not accept krishna as the supreme personality of godhead if you read them right uh, so it is quite possible that one can even write bhagavad gita and its commentary and still not understand krishna as the supreme personality of godhead bahunam janmanam ante gyanavan mam prapatyate vasudevah sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabah krishna says understand vasudeva as the sarva karana karanam sarvamiti samahatma that mahatma is sudurlabah very difficult so how is it possible that anybody who knows sanskrit can simply understand krishna not possible right nahi nahi rakshati tukrum gharane right bhajagovinda bhajagovinda govindam bhajamudamate samprapte sannihite kale nahi nahi rakshati says so that is not possible so generally the commentators if they are highly scholarly are all envious of krishna the supreme personality of godhead even the most erudite scholars write on bhagavad gita very inaccurately because they are envious of krishna their commentaries are useless the commentaries given by devotees of the lord are bona fide no one can explain bhagavad gita or give perfect knowledge of krishna if he is envious one who criticizes the character of krishna without knowing him is a fool so such commentaries should be very carefully avoided for one who understands that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead the pure and transcendental personality these chapters will be very beneficial otherwise cannot understand right now i was just reading another um i mean just as i was reading chila prabhupad sometimes it is very easy to think oh 
Srila Prabhupada is writing that, uh, where is it? Even the most erudite scholars write on Bhagavad Gita very inaccurately because they are envious of Krishna. They are, their commentaries are useless. The commentaries given by devotees of the Lord are bona fide. No one can explain Bhagavad Gita or give perfect knowledge of Krishna if he is envious. So one might, you know, here also he says, one who criticizes the character of Krishna without knowing him is a fool. So when we read this, somebody who is reading this for the first time, who does not know about Prabhupada, you might think, oh, Prabhupada, he thinks he has written Bhagavad Gita as it is. So he says his commentary is the best commentary. Nobody else's commentary is good commentary. Is it like that? Right? He thinks of his commentary big. Maybe he thinks all the other commentaries are useless. Is that how we understand? So I was just reading, you know, some time back. Uh, Shri Prabhupada is writing this Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, he is writing the, uh, the, the first chapter. Right. So here he says, he is first explaining that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is none other than the combined form of Sri Radha and Krishna. He is the life of those devotees who strictly follow in the footsteps of Srila Rupa Goswami. And then he is explaining the Guru Parampara. He says Srila Rupa Goswami and Srila Sanatan Goswami are the two principal followers of Srila Swarup Dhamadur Goswami who acted as the most confidential servitor of Lord Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu known as Vishwambara in his early life. A direct disciple of Srila Rupa Goswami was Srila Raghunath Das Goswami. The author of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, who is the author here of this uh, book called Chaitanya Charita, stands as the direct disciple of Srila Rupa Goswami and Srila Raghunath Das Goswami. The direct disciple of Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami was Srila Narottam Das Thakur. He accepted Srila Vishnu Chakravati Thakur as his servitor, as his disciple. Srila Vishnu Chakravati Thakur accepted Srila Jagannadas Babaji, the spiritual master of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur who in turn accepted Srila Gaur Kishodas Babaji Maharaj, the spiritual master of Om Vishnupath Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj, the divine master of our humble self. Prabhupada writes about his Guru Maharaj. Right? So he explains as to how he is representing the Guru Parampara, starting from all the way up to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is none other than Krishna himself. And this is very important and interesting. Since we belong to this chain of disciplic succession. From Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this edition of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita will contain nothing newly manufactured by our trainee brains. This is Prabhupada who is writing, who is, you know, gone and preached and given Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, everything. He says, my only qualification for me giving this Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita is what? Because I come under this parampara and I've heard from my masters. Not because I have anything. He says, since we belong to this chain of disciplic succession, from Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is none other than Krishna himself, and combined with Radha, this edition of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita will contain nothing newly manufactured by our tiny brains, but only remnants of food originally eaten by the Lord himself. Which means... This is just remnants of what the Lord has himself discussed with his most confidential associates such as Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami and Sri Jiva Goswami and Ramanandaraya and Swarup Dhamodar and so on and so forth. I am not manufacturing anything new 
so i have no qualification to write about sri chaitanya charitamrita so we can see the humility of shila prabhupada writing such a great uh, you know edition of uh, you know chaitanya charitamrita lord sri chaitanya mahaprabhu does not belong to the mundane plane of the three qualitative modes he belongs to the transcendental plane beyond the reach of imperfect sense perception of a living being even here look at the same thing he is using even the most erudite mundane scholar cannot approach the transcendental plane unless he submits himself to transcendental sound with a receptive mood that is the same point for in that mood only can one realize the message of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu so if you go back here even the most erudite scholars cannot understand right uh, the commentators even if they are highly scholarly are all envious of krishna if they are envious even the most erudite scholars write on bhagavad gita very inaccurately if they cannot represent the guru parampara being non envious so for one who understands that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead the pure untranscendental personality these chapters will be very beneficial which means these chapters will become revealed to them otherwise they cannot understand then he says in the second verse raja vidya raja guhyam pavitram pavitram idam uttamam pratyakshavagamam dharmyam susukam kartum avyayam padma premadhi ji hare krishna prabhu raja vidya the king of education raja guhyam the king of confidential knowledge pavitram the purest idam this uttamam transcendental pratyaksha by direct experience avagamam understood dharmyam the principle of religion susukam very happy kartum to execute avyayam everlasting hari krishna hari krishna so this knowledge is the king of education the most secret of all secrets it is the purest knowledge and because it gives direct perception of the self by realization it is the perfection of religion it is everlasting and it is joyfully performed right he says this knowledge is rajavidya king of all secrets or the most secret of all secrets raja guhyam the king of all secrets pavitram the purest knowledge eh? idam uttamam this is the greatest and because it gives direct perception of the self by realization it is perfection of religion so it is uttamam eh? pratyaksha avagamam dharmam susukum kartum avyayam which means it is joyfully performed and it is everlasting which means pratyaksha avaghamam means by direct experience it can be understood that is when you are performing this devotional service you can experience it yourself that there is some happiness that you are getting out of it that you are getting relieved from this material uh, entanglement is something that you can understand right that is the beauty of this now who says is krishna himself he says don't take my word for it you please try it out right like they say you know if you go to a fruit seller he says sir this is the best palapadam you can get don't take my word for it just one try it and he will take one piece and he'll give it to you and then he would try one small piece uh, you know uh, he says yeah yeah really nice then he has a knack after that you know what he gives is a mixture of everything half of them will be good and half of them will not be good anyway so the point here is uh, this is pratyakshavagamam krishna says try it out pratyakshavagamam you can you can see it in your by your own experience you can see that it is good uh, there is nothing that you have to just take because i am telling this to you mm-hmm. so 
This chapter of Bhagavad Gita is called the king of education because it is the essence of all doctrines and philosophies explained before. Among the principal philosophers in India are Gautama, Kanada, Kapila, Yagnavalkya, Sandilyan, Vaishvanara. And finally, there is Vyasadeva, the author of the Vedanta Sutra. So there is no dearth of knowledge in the field of philosophy or transcendental knowledge. Now the Lord says that this ninth chapter is the king of all such knowledge. The essence of all knowledge that can be derived from the study of the Vedas and different kinds of philosophy. It is the most confidential because confidential or transcendental knowledge involves understanding the difference between the soul and the body. Now one can think as to, oh, Krishna says, Raja Vidya, Raja Gokhyam, confidential, confidential, confidential. But what is that confidential? Let me understand what is that confidential. So here Srila Prabhupada gives uh, the understanding between the soul and the body uh, it is very, we are all living in this, you know, body. Uh, 400,000 species of living entities are living in this human body. 800, 8 million are living in different other bodies, right? Even amongst the human living entities, do we realize, did we realize that there is one Atma within us? Unless we, you know, when you, you're not this body, your spirit soul. If somebody says that, what is he talking about? How do I care? Right? I am this body, I am spirit soul, you are not this body, you are eight elements, five elements. It doesn't matter really for me whether I am five elements or eight elements, it doesn't matter. Nobody worries about it. Right? Right. But when we actually take up to the Bhagavad Gita and when Krishna says, Oh, Jatasya hi dhruva mrityu, dhruvam janma mrityasya chata, tasmada parihariyate, natsom sochun marhasi. And then he explains about the soul, the atma, um, the body, and so on and so forth. Now only we understand, oh, my body has so many things. It has got a soul, it's got a paramatma, it's got a body, it's got eight elements, and then it can be divided into 24 elements, and then there is the time factor, and then there are pranas, there are upapranas. Oh, Krishna, how much is there? This is secret. This secret we cannot understand, right? So he says, understanding the difference between and the soul and the body, that is the confidential subject matter or the transcendental knowledge. And the king of all confidential knowledge culminates in devotional service. Now, one can understand all of these as to how this body and soul are and things like that. But that just becomes Sankhya. Just trying to understanding it analytically and empirically, one can understand. Oh, analytically, I understand there are 24 elements. This is how we interact. This is ego, blah, blah, all of that stuff. But then if it does not culminate in devotional service, right, which is the final destination, then there is no use of all that, um, you know, uh, analytical study, right? That is what uh, Kapiladeva stresses in the whole third canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam in his uh, discussion with Mother Devakuti, right? So the culmination is that all this understanding of this knowledge between soul and body and Krishna, all of the subject matter should culminate in devotional service, into devotion to Krishna. Generally, people are not educated in this confidential knowledge. They are educated in external knowledge, right? As far as ordinary education is concerned, people are involved with so many departments, politics, sociology, physics, chemistry, mathematics, astronomy, engineering, etc. There are so many departments of knowledge all over the world and many huge universities. But there is unfortunately no university or educational institution where the science of the spirit soul is instructed, right? 
is there one college university in the world hundreds of thousands of universities all over the world right is there one university which teaches about the soul which is the most important not a single university that teaches right so they have started yesterday prabhu was saying you know bhagavata university in sri vrindavan da right they which started something called as the bhagavata university it was there for a long time but it has taken its full shape as ved varsity and if you want to do online courses you can go to ved ved varsity.com and then you can enroll into classes there and you can take up classes like for example you can you can take up classes on bhagavatam you can take up classes on um, uh, sanskrit and so on and so forth and there is also a 3 year full time program there in shri vrindavan dam where you can read the entire bhagavatam there is a 1 year full time program on chaitanya charitamrita like that so there are so many programs and then there is the bhagavata university which is a which is the full time the vedvarsity is the online uh, piece of it okay so still people are placing where where was i yeah there are so many departments of knowledge but no university or educational institution where the science of the spirit soul is instructed yet the soul is the most important part of the body without the presence of the soul the body has no value and there is no subject that teaches us about it isn't that very very strange and ironical that we are reading so much everybody is getting phd but nobody wants to read anything about the soul still people are placing great stress on the bodily necessities of life not caring for the vital soul the bhagavad gita especially from the second chapter on stresses the importance of the soul in the very beginning the lord says that this body is perishable and that the soul is not perishable antavanta ime deha nityasyokta sharirinaha that is a confidential part of knowledge simply knowing that the spirit soul is different from this body and that its nature is immutable and indestructible and eternal but that gives no positive information about the soul sometimes people are under the impression that the soul is different from the body and that when the body is finished or one is liberated from the body the soul remains in a void and becomes impersonal now that is also a problem because they don't have complete knowledge about the soul but actually that is not a fact how can the soul which is so active within this body be inactive after being liberated from the body so krishna establishes in the second chapter saying that oh nahannate hannamane sharire vasamsi jirnani yata vihaya navani grunati naroparani tatha sharirani vihaya jirnani anyani samyati navani dehi like that when one dies he does not die it is just like vasamsi jirnani just like as your dress becomes old you throw away your old dress and you put on new clothing similarly this body when it perishes you take on new body but the soul nahannate annamane sharire when the sharira is gone the atma is not gone right and it does not become void right that he stresses it is always active if it is eternal then it is eternally active and its activities in the spiritual kingdom are the most confidential part of spiritual knowledge uh, the nature of the soul is that it is satchit ananda if it is sat eternal how is there a possibility for it to become void if it is chit knowledge how can it be void if it is ananda it can experience happiness how is it possible that it can be void not possible so these activities of the spirit soul are therefore indicated here as the constitute as constituting the king of all knowledge the most confidential part of all knowledge 
This knowledge is the purest form of all activities, as explained in Vedic literature. In the Padma Purana, man's sinful activities have been analyzed and are shown to be the results of sin after sin. Those who are engaged in fruitive activities are entangled in different stages and forms of sinful reactions. For instance, when the seed of a particular tree is sown, the tree does not appear immediately to grow. Right? It takes some time. It is first a small sprouting plant, then it assumes the form of a tree, then it flowers and bears fruit, and when it is complete, the flowers and fruits are enjoyed by persons who have sown the seed of the tree. Similarly, a man performs a sinful act, and like a seed, it takes time for fructify. The sinful activity will take some time to give reaction. Uh, like for example, you might fall somewhere and you might get hurt. Immediately you might feel some pain, but then after that, you know, it will take some time. It looks like everything is fine. But then if you don't attend to it, what happens? Then you become a little, uh, uh, you know, pus will form and then you will have more pain and so on and so forth like that. It takes time for the result to show through completely in its full nature. So there are sins which are still in the form of a seed and there are others which are already fructified. No, I'll go back. There are different stages. The sinful action may have already stopped within the individual, but the results or fruit of that sinful action are still to be enjoyed. Right? You might have performed a particular activity. Let's say you did some activity to make some money. You made some money and with the money you can go and enjoy. So the enjoyment can happen over a period of time. It does not have to end right there. It can happen over a period of time. Similarly, when we perform a particular activity and we get the fruit, the sinful action are still to be enjoyed, which means whatever activity we did in our previous life, the results of that, we can still be suffering because of that. So there are sins which are still in the form of a seed and there are others which are already fructified are giving us fruit, which we are enjoying as distress and pain. Right? So as explained in the 28th verse of the seventh chapter, a person who has completed completely ended reactions of all sinful activities and who is fully engaged in pious activities, being freed from the duality of this material world, becomes engaged in devotional service to the Supreme Personality of God at Krishna. In other words, those who are actually engaged in the devotional service of the Supreme Lord are already free from all reactions. Right? This statement is confirmed in the Padma Purana. Aprarabdha phalam bhapam Kutam, Bijam, Falon Mukam. There are three stages. One is Kutam, Bijam, and Falon, right? Which means it is still in a in a seed form and then it becomes a fruit. Vishnu Bhakti Ratatmanam. For those who are engaged in the devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, all sinful reactions, whether fructified in the stock or in the form of seed, gradually vanish. Therefore, the purifying potency of devotional service is very strong and it is called Pavitram Uttamam, the purest. Uttama means transcendental. Tamas means this material world or darkness. Uttama means that which is transcendental to material activities. Tama, Uttama, Abhav, Tamagun. Devotional activities are never to be considered material, although sometimes it appears that devotees are engaged just like ordinary men. One who can see and is familiar with devotion service will know that they are not material activities. 
they are all spiritual and devotional uncontaminated by the material modes of nature it is said that the execution of devotional service is so perfect that one can perceive the results directly pratyakshavagamam one can perceive it this direct result is actually perceived and we have practical experience that any person who is chanting the holy name of krishna hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare in course of chanting without offenses feels some transcendental pleasure and very quickly becomes purified of all material contamination this is actually seen furthermore if one engages not only in hearing but in trying to broadcast the message of devotional activities as well or if he engages himself in helping the missionary activities of krishna consciousness he gradually feels spiritual progress this advancement in spiritual life does not depend on any kind of previous education or qualification doesn't say that oh if you have to come to devotional service you should have done a phd and something no nobody says even if you have absolutely no knowledge about anything one can simply take up to devotional service so the method itself is so pure that simply by engaging in it one becomes pure in the vedanta sutra uh, 3 to 26 this is also described in the following words prakashascha karmani abhyasat devotional service is so potent that simply by engaging in the activities of devotional service one becomes enlightened without a doubt abhyasat means just by practicing it one has to just engage and then prakashas which means enlightenment will automatically come right but there has to be karmani and this karmani that is being referred to here is activities of devotional service not just any karma right a practical example of this can be seen in the previous life of narada who in that life happened to be the son of a maid servant he had no education nor was he born into a high family but when his mother was engaged in serving great devotees narada also became engaged and sometimes in the absence of his mother he would serve the great devotees himself narada personally says uchchhta lepan anumodito dvijaihi sakritsva sakritsma bhunje tad apashta kilbishah evam pravrutasya vishuddha chetasas tad dharma evatma ruchihi prajayate in this verse from shrimad bhagavatam narada describes his previous life to his disciple vyasadeva he says that while engaged as a boy servant for those purified devotees during the four months of their stay he was intimately associating with them sometimes those sages left remnants of food on their dishes and the boy who would wash their dishes wanted to taste the remnants so he asked the great devotees for their permission and when they gave it narada ate those remnants and consequently became freed from all sinful reactions as he went on eating he gradually became a pure hearted as the sages the great devotees uh, relished the taste of unceasing devotional service to the lord by hearing and chanting and narada gradually developed the same taste narada says further tatranvaham krishnakataha pragayatam anugrahena shrinavam manoharaha taha shraddayame anupadam vishrunvatah uh, priyashravasi anga mama mama bhavad ruchihi by associating with the sages narada got the taste for hearing and chanting the glories of the lord so by association so for first what did he do he was serving the devotees whenever he got an opportunity when his mother was not there then there was remnants of food he wanted to accept but he was so obedient he asked them and had the remnants of food then he heard them very carefully by uh, hearing and chanting then he got the taste for the glories of the lord 
and then he developed great desire for devotional service therefore as described in the vedanta sutra prakashascha karmani abhyasa this practice is required of hearing chanting eating prasadam and serving devotees this is important then prakashas then enlightenment if one is engaged simply in the acts of devotional service everything is revealed to him automatically and he can understand this is called pratyaksha avagamam directly perceived the word dharmyam means the path of religion narada was actually a son of a maid servant he had no opportunity to go to school he was simply assisting his mother and fortunately his mother rendered some service to the devotees the child narada also got the opportunity and simply by association achieved the highest goal of all religion the highest goal of all religion is devotional service as stated in the shrimad bhagavatam savai pumsam paro dharmo yato bhakti radoksaje ahai tukhi apratigata ye atma suprasidati yato bhakti radoksaje that is paro dharma the bhakti that one performs to adoksaja uh, that is called as the paro dharma right religious people generally do not know that the highest perfection of religion is the attainment uh, of devotional service as we have already discussed in regard to the last verse of chapter 8 vedeshu yagneshu tapasu chaiva generally vedic knowledge is required for self realization but here although narada never went to the school of the spiritual master and was not educated in the vedic principles he acquired the highest results of vedic study mm-hmm. what is that vedaischa sarvair ahameva vedya uh, the purpose of the vedas is to know me and what did he know at the end krishna himself came and revealed himself to narada muni uh, and he even spoke to him saying that i am assuring that you will get a spiritual body immediately after you leave this body uh, this is also confirmed in the uh, vedic literature how is this possible acharyavan purusho veda one who is in association with great acharyas even if he is not educated or has never studied the vedas can become familiar with all the knowledge necessary for realization the process of devotional service is a very happy one susukam why devotional service consists of shravanam kirtanam vishnoho so one can simply hear the chanting of the glories of the lord or can attend philosophical lectures on transcendental knowledge given by authorized acharyas simply by sitting one can learn then one can eat the remnants of food offered to god nice palatable dishes in every state devotional service is joyful one can execute devotional service even in the most poverty stricken condition right the lord says patram pushpam phalam toyam i don't want anything great uh, krishna did not say give me rasagulla you know gulab jamuns and uh, malpuwas and everything only then i will accept he says no you just give one patra pushpa phala toyam uh, with one leaf tulsi leaf pushpa one flower right uh, and by the uh, mercy of snigdha prabhu we, he gave he gave us uh, one nice plant of uh, champa you know it's growing in our uh, balcony every day she is giving flowers right so nicely you know we are every day able to offer some few flowers to krishna fresh flowers coming from there right pushpam phalam fruit toyam a little milk or water right with tulsi he is ready to accept bhakti aprayachati all that he needs is bhakti he is ready to accept from the devotee any kind of offering never mind what even a leaf a flower a bit of a fruit or a little water which are all available in every part of the world can be offered by any person regardless of social position will be accepted in off if offered with love there are many instances in history simply by tasting the tulsi leaves 
offered to the lotus feet of the lord great sages like sanat kumara became great devotees simply by smelling the lotus feet of uh, the tulsi leaves from the lotus feet of krishna they became great devotees therefore the devotion process is very nice and it can be executed in a happy mood god accepts only the love with which things are offered to him the intent bhavagrahi janardana it is said here that this devotion service is eternally existing it is not as the mayavadi philosophers claim although they sometimes take to so called devotion service their idea is that as long as they are not liberated they will continue their devotion service but at the end when they become liberated they will become one with god such temporary time serving devotion service is not accepted as pure devotion service uh, actual devotion service continues even after liberation but the mayavadis what they do as soon as they attain a particular particular position they want to become one with god what is that position they just want moksha liberation right but devotion service continues what does it mean that even if you go to goloka vrindavan oh i went to goloka vrindavan no more chanting bag i don't need anything i don't i won't chant hari krishna no more service no even after we go there we do service so you can see in jagannath puri how they are exemplifying that there is one family what is their business every day evening before shayanarthi they have to go that one family's responsibility is the pujari the chief pujari will remove the dress of lord jagannath to you know decorate him in bodha shringar vesha right and then he he will remove the clothing and give it to him and this devotee's only responsibility he has to fold it nicely and put it in his you know nice uh, compartments there will be a cart like thing he has to put it all in the cart very nicely jagannath's cloth everything should be properly arranged his only service is that every day he will come and fold the cloth and then he will go let's say one day if he got delayed due to something you know he could not come to the temple then jagannath will wait until he comes and he folds the cloth nobody else will touch that service only he will do that service is he the only one who does the service no he is the one who does the service after him his son will do the service after his son his grandson will do the service like that that only family will be the one who will be doing the service same service like you know one who hoists the flag on jagannath's uh, you know thing same family one family responsible for it like that eternally one does his service to the lord wherever he goes even when he goes to the spiritual world even you know champakalata right and one of the gopis what she does every day her job is she goes to the champa flower champahati and then she takes uh, champa flowers and then makes a nice mala and then gives to krishna gives to radharani radharani will offer it to krishna right so this is this is how this whole process happens right this is the same service that she will do every single day taking flowers and offering it to shrimati radharani so that she can nicely give pita vachana vanamali you know so vanamali is you know he can wear the beautiful nice uh, garland uh, uh, of uh, you know the forest you know gunjas and flowers so the even after liberation one has to continue to perform devotion service so actual devotion service continues even after liberation when the devotee goes to the spiritual planet in the kingdom of god he is also engaged there in serving the supreme lord he does not try to become one with the supreme lord 
as we will see in see as will be seen in bhagavad gita actual devotional service begins after liberation after one is liberated when one is situated in brahman position brahma bhuta once devotional service begins samahas sarveshu bhudeshu mad bhaktim labate param labate means to get when what does he get bhakti whose bhakti does he get mad bhakti and what is that nature of that bhakti param bhakti that is the highest paro dharmo yatho bhakti radoksaje so that is what is confirmed there right so no one can understand the supreme personality of godhead by executing karma yoga gyana yoga ashtanga yoga or any other yoga independently by these yogic methods one may make a little progress towards bhakti yoga but without coming to the stage of devotional service one cannot understand what is the personality of godhead in the shrimad bhagavatam it is also confirmed that when one becomes purified by executing the process of devotional service especially by hearing shrimad bhagavatam or bhagavad gita from realized souls then he can understand the science of krishna or the science of god evam prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti yogatah bhagavat tattva vigyanam the science of self realization we got when one's heart is cleared of all nonsense then one can understand what god is thus the process of devotional service of krishna consciousness is the king of all education and the king of all confidential knowledge it is the purest form of religion and it can be executed joyfully without difficulty therefore one should adopt it is a beautiful long purport by shri prabhupad but very very nicely summarizing the whole subject of the confidential knowledge that krishna gave as rajavidya rajaguhyam pavitram idam uttamam pratyaksha bhagavam dharmam susukum kartum avyayam it is joyfully performed so please adopt it hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare 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 krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare 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 krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare panchakalpatarubhyasya krupa sindhu devacha patitanam bhavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha antakori vaishnavrinda ki jai namacharya shila haridas takur ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai nitai gaur premanande hari hari bol thank you all very much hare krishna I wanted to. Yesterday was the last day of uh, Purushottam month. Before you all disperse, I wanted to um, give my gratitude, my dandavat pranams, to all the wonderful devotees uh, who have been sincerely chanting. Many of you have been chanting 64 rounds for the entire uh, Purushottam month. You've been chanting 55 rounds. Consistency, uh, doing service. especially mataji's you know who taking care of children oh this shamli mataji and vandana mataji prabhu shamli mataji specifically vandana mataji not only them their children also they both are only 64 and 55 yes. the children are also chanting 16 rounds i'm always very very excited and uh, elated when the children are doing such wonderful uh, service uh, so the the example that they can show is as parents they have shown that you know not only that they are chanting but the children are taking it up very seriously it is very nice you know um, you know uh, pratima mata ji uh, children i know they are all busy growing school uh, you know 11 12 standard and things like that it's not easy to balance i can see the children are going a little crazy with so many homeworks and assignments and uh, submissions so called uh, online submissions are just driving them a little crazy 
but despite that you know taking up to the wow of chanting hare krishna is so glorious that you know you all taken it up very very seriously so please accept my humble obeisances at your feet dandavat pranams vancha kalpataruddeshya krupa sindhu evacha paditanam bhavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha thank you all for uh, taking this uh, chanting very very seriously and also hearing bhagavatam every day one hour two hours minimum 64 rounds means it takes at least about 8 uh, hours of chanting plus you know bhagavatam plus cooking plus taking children uh, taking care of husband uh, taking care of all, everything that is around the family is not a very easy joke so i'm extremely uh, motivated to be in association with all of you so thank you for giving me this good fortune of associating with all of you and uh, taking up this uh, seriously hari krishna prabhu i just want to share a little very little experience even with uh, last uh, month of prashottam mas this um, uh, i accepted that i'll do the 64 round full month and the first uh, few days uh, it, it was very hard like you know um, uh, like early morning chanting and uh, because uh, this brush leelanath prabhu ji has um, conducted a morning chanting and then uh, mangla aarti in zoom so uh, i also there <laughs> with them and got up at uh, 3:30 and uh, then after that uh, sitting up at 4 to 5:30 chanting then mangla aarti and all then after that it was in a habit like you know it was very, not a very hard and i was there i was only take uh, four and a half hours uh, 24 hours sleep in only night full day i was in you know, a full energetic uh, nothing like you know i'm very tired and uh, doing this chanting and all so it's a good experience uh, all over and um, and feel very you know uh, i was uh, one day i my friend was here and was thinking when she will go i have to finish my chanting when she will go <laughs> and you know and i have to do the bhoga and all before it was not okay fine my friend is here i also you know chatting and all but this time i was feeling like oh my god when she will go when she will go like that <laughs> it was very nice experience and uh, i was really very very happy that i completed my 64 and what i what i thought to do last one amazing mata ji with your two children sandeep prabhu serving him and taking care of your chanting plus attending mangala aarti is not an ordinary thing you have done great uh, uh, service this is really wonderful krishna is very pleased and i'm sure Uh, your 64 rounds becomes multiplied into 1000 times in purushottam month which means more than 64000 rounds of japa is what is calculated so regardless of the calculations you know krishna is very very pleased one when one takes such determination so keep up the good uh, service but my mm-hmm. request is also that yes purushottam month you know we do that but the other months uh, i cannot yes. say do less rounds try and see whatever is possible and balance between family and uh, you know minimum is 16 rounds if you can do more than 16 rounds is very nice but what is important is that how the harmony between within the family exists is very important that is yes. i know you're all doing it very nicely but when it has to continue that one has to see that there is the right balance of time that we give to the children yes, to the uh, you know as a wife to husband or as a husband to wife and so on and so forth especially children now gauri wants attention so you know giving attention to children is not a very easy thing you know to taking care of all of that plus doing devotional service is not a easy joke especially not that uh, you know many of you are uh, women i am just trying to encourage 
you know it's easy for a man to just sit and order everything but then for a lady to do all of these things and uh, continue is not a easy joke uh, most men understand it but they pretend as though they don't understand but uh, regardless <laughs> i think uh, you're all doing a fantastic uh, service uh, so keep up that uh, wonderful service hari krishna hari krishna bravo darling pranam hari krishna everyone hari krishna hari krishna prabhu ji Hare Krishna Kaushalya Mata ji and everybody Vandana Mata ji Hare Krishna Kumari Hare Krishna Prabhu Hare Krishna Prabhu Hare Krishna thank you Pratima Mata ji Prati and Prabhu Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Prabhu Dandavat pranam Dandavat pranam Anirudh Hare Krishna Anupam Mata ji Gauri Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Prabhu Padma Priya Mata ji Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Sampath Prabhu Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna everyone Hare Krishna Sampath Prabhu Jai Prabhu Hare Krishna Prabhu Lakshmi Mataji Mahesh Prabhu Hare Krishna Kavita Mataji also been chanting 16 rounds every day very nice all of you Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Prabhu Ji हरे कृष्ण 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 ह